Hey, I'm Alicia. And I'm Danielle. And welcome back to another episode of The She's of STEM. The She's of STEM is a podcast series that will be discussing women in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. We will be discussing women's issues, current events, and how they pertain to STEM. How we can change the scientific culture and about the people who are already doing that. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about why exposure is everything and why representation is so, so important, especially for females in STEM. That is absolutely right. I mean, we don't see a lot of minorities. We don't see a lot of women of color, especially in the science and tech world. And we're just going to address why it's important and some pretty cool things that actually help um, get the message out there. Yeah. So when we talk about getting females interested in any of the STEM fields, it starts with exposure. So it starts with or representation. You could you could yeah. see it in either way. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a big problem is like why we don't see a lot of minorities as well in STEM or just in any fashion anywhere, um, like mainstream media, movies, whatever, just because there there isn't a lot of exposure there. Um, Mm -hmm. We aren't seeing girls in mechanical engineering, let's say, like what I am, um, because they probably weren't exposed to making things when they were a kid or tinkering with things when they were a kid. Just like we probably don't see a lot of uh, certain minorities in movies because they they weren't there when they were growing up. Yeah. Um, so how can you know that you can do something if you don't see someone already doing it or if you don't get exposed to acting classes or um, tinkering with things for engineering? Yeah, I think that's one of the major things. It's like if you don't see yourself in a position say as a mechanical engineer it just doesn't occur to you that you could actually do it so yeah. at a young age if we always see boys doing engineering it's not that it's we don't we're not good at it or we wouldn't want to do it it's just because we wouldn't think of doing it just because we haven't seen anyone that looks like us doing it right as a kid you're trying to figure out like how what is my place in this world? How do I navigate this world? And so girls do girl things and boys do boy things because the majority of boys are there or girls, girls gravitate towards girls and boys gravitate towards boys as their kids because they're trying to figure out, well, what is my place in this world? How do I? And so if you don't have um, parents or mentors or yeah. your friends aren't interested in other things that are or even in the media related. yeah or even yeah, in the media or, you don't see mm-hmm. it you just right exactly wouldn't think of doing it but it's not I think it goes a lot deeper into that so it's mm-hmm. not just like if a person doesn't see someone they wouldn't go for it it actually affects the people around them as well so yes if we see more females in higher positions men are more likely to hire them in that position so let me oh i see what you mean yeah yeah yeah. so like if if two people were going for an interview 
to get a, a raise the man is more likely to promote the man not because he's sexist or anything but it's just subconsciously he might think the man is more capable at doing that job just because he's seen more men in that position right right yeah so if we push the boundaries and if we see more women in those positions if we see more women in tech more women in science or um as bosses it has a domino effect so even people that are in control of hiring people or doing anything or they'll push that part as well so they'll actually even subconsciously if we if it was the norm to see a female as a boss or if that was the norm mm-hmm. the man would have more likely hired the female rather than the male so right. that's a more important point to make as well so not only does it inspire the people but it actually pushes the boundary and it actually makes it normal that it's more based on skill rather than how you look like or how you perceive so it's not as hard right. to get those top positions and i think it's important also to say that like if you are a female who's doing the hiring you're yeah. more likely to hire someone who already looks like what that position yeah. is yeah. so if you're used to seeing men in power even yeah. if you're a woman you're going to hire a man and and I think that goes across no matter what um, gender you identify with yeah, as yeah, well. That, yeah, that is such, yeah, that is a true point. A lot of females, they're not sexist, but it's just because it's it's just what they're used to. So they do, I think it's a subconscious thing and it's think it's just because we see it everywhere in the media, like um, yeah. a woman portrayed a certain way and a guy portrayed a certain way. So we just assume those roles and conform to them, even if we don't mean to. But, yeah. So I think that's a big thing as well. And that's why representation is so important. And another point that I wanted to make was that having a more diverse team, having a more diverse company would actually bring more profit to the company. And we see that everywhere. There's so much research on that. Yeah, yeah, there is. And I think a lot of people forget that. So if, for instance, um, the top CEO of the company is just one race or one gender it limits the thoughts and you're actually blocking out that target audience if you get what I'm saying because you're not catering to them because you yeah you wouldn't know what they want because there's <clears throat> no one like that mm-hmm. there so um a good example is where um apple it had the fitbit it had mm-hmm. um it's called health kit and it released that in like 2014 Okay. And it released that and basically it had everything. It it calorie count, it, it was basically a profile of um everything about your health. But one thing that they forgot was um periods, the menstruation cycle with women. And obviously that affects your health a lot. And if it's yeah. <laughs> if it's something that like um tallies your health and if it's something that um calculates your health and it's meant to measure your health how can they forget such a big thing how can they forget something that affects more than half the population and right you just miss it out and it's just because there's probably not enough females in that room during mm-hmm. the making process and during the development and actually publishing it yeah and they did receive a lot of backlash and oh they did they did um bring an update out this was back in 2015 where um 
it did have it, but the problem shouldn't occur in the first place. So at least they did um, amend their amend the issue, but it shouldn't occur in the first place. Right, where, right. Where, um, where how can they forget um, such a basic thing? And even um, another example <laughs> is um, Google. It had, I think this was a couple of years back as well, where it had like a an image descriptor. So basically it categorized your images. So whatever right. images you uploaded, if it was like an image of a bird, it put in the bird category. So you could search categories. So it's a pretty neat idea. Yeah. So, but what, but what it did was every time a black person uploaded an image of themselves, they put it in the gorilla category. <gasps> so it was, so oh, that is. Oh <laughs> my God. I haven't heard of this. How have I not heard of this? this is yeah, insanity. it was, it was a big, it was a big thing like a couple of years ago and everyone was so shocked. They were like, how are they categorizing our images? as that and it's just because they probably didn't think about putting in the code or I don't know they there must have been some issue with the development process and yeah even I was speechless the first time I heard of it and it's it's the thing where there's not enough diversity <laughs> yeah they they literally oh have to like scratch the whole thing I think you can't even like so yeah so they literally had to like take 10 steps if you're not watching this on the YouTube channel, I literally... Yeah, literally her face was just like, she was literally like... I don't even know what to say or how to react. I was just... I, it probably looked like I was frozen on the camera. <laughs> yeah, just it because... It looked like it was lagged, but no. It And it's... I bet oh so God. many things like this happen on a smaller scale or just people don't realize that it's happening because obviously Apple and Google are such big companies and it's right. obviously any mistake they do would be especially a, a mistake as big as this yeah would be out all over the media but I'm sure this so I'm glad it is ways. like I'm glad it's being addressed yeah 100% because things like that need to be talked about and it's the thing where more representation is needed and I think people want to well not I think I know people want to see themselves in all these different positions and yeah. I feel like representation is becoming like a big thing in the media right now um where they're trying to include like different people and different types and I feel like that's why films like Black Panther you see or a Wrinkle in Time mm -hmm. and um, even like Fenty Beauty where it includes all different shades of foundation um, yeah. are making so much money because people want to see themselves and people that yeah. disregard women or people of culture are actually missing out on such a big audience that they don't realize right you're just catering to just one type of person so i think people forget that it goes a lot deeper than just oh i see myself i'm gonna be that it right has it's like a domino effect like i said before it affects like so many different categories and types of people so it's it's really important the more you read about it and the more you research about it you find out just how important it is and you find out just how not many people are represented like I just thought it was yeah me, I just thought it was normal not to see someone that's like me in the media I never so thought sad. That, 
I, I never thought that that wasn't that was a big deal so you don't yeah. you don't put yourselves in that position because you're like oh that just isn't for me you don't even think that's an issue that's right the that's the craziest thing about it you don't think it's an issue when when you're growing up right and, and when you see the impact that it does make like you hear the stories where you see like um there was um an annie remake and annie was um cast as a black girl rather than a white girl like in the original yeah you see how those little girls look up to her and how mm-hmm. just how much it affects them and you and you didn't i don't know i don't I didn't think it could have that much of an impact if it's just a film or if it's just like even a YouTube video, but it does. And it's that's the beauty of it, I guess. Right, because like we were talking about before, <clears throat> when you're a kid, like you're just discovering your identity and who you are and the things yeah. that you can do. Um, and I kind of wanted to go off back to like what we're talking about with, with acting as well. I had so many things go through my head, um, but I'm, I'm going to tell this story. <laughs> so I... As a kid, I was um, in a lot of the performing arts. So we were talking before this episode uh, when we were just setting up. Yeah. I used to be um, a semi-professional dancer. and But I also started to do kind of dabble in acting, um, which was awesome. It really gave me a lot of confidence and there was really good things with it. But I would go to auditions and get turned down because they had too many people who looked like me because I'm a white small blonde girl (laughs) with blue eyes and like there's so I'm a minority in STEM right because I'm a female but in everything else I look like everyone else Mm -hmm. so it's funny because that's like as a kid I didn't because I was doing this when I was like 10 and as a kid I didn't understand that that was all kinds of excuse the language fucked up yeah um, that's crazy i never thought because, that'd be too many of like i'd never even thought that yeah was an issue that's crazy. And, like i think back at it now and i'm like oh my god that's horrible yeah and um not not for me like for everyone else you know it's <laughs> there's too many of me mm-hmm. so they're turning you know people who look like me down but what does that say about the casting and the shows and all those things it's like I remember watching shows and like being a redhead you know you're still white but being a redhead was like oh you're different you're diverse now yeah Um, and look how far we've come I mean there's still obviously so much to do but look how far we've come just and now we're bringing that into the stem world yeah um, and so and and there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of work in this too and that's so exciting um to, to be a part of that and be a part of the stem community and be a female in stem or be a minority in stem regardless if you're female or not and and being like no like there are people advocating for us now and one of those mm-hmm. people that i wanted to talk to you about is debbie sterling and mm-hmm. she is um the founder of Goldie Blocks, mm-hmm. and she is a mechanical engineer. She got her bachelor's in mechanical engineering and product design. So we're definitely taking strides to be inclusive in all aspects of media and education and, and just so much more. But Debbie is one of those people who's 
actively doing something about it. Mm-hmm. So she is someone who's changing the representation of females in STEM. Uh, she's been disrupting the pink toy aisle. And yesterday I went to Walmart just to kind of see like what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I didn't see her product on the shelf um, because I don't know if they're in Walmart yet. Oh, yeah. Just looking everywhere. Yeah. You don't, it's, it's, it's the thing where, like I said before, you've grown up with it. So you don't question it. You just think it's, yeah but it's it's ridiculous so you can see the pink from a mile away the amount of pink that's in the girl's eye yes you can literally see it from a mile away and then in contrast the boys aisle where it's like the trucks and like the monster trucks and just this and that so you I think it's just you don't realize that there's something wrong with it or it's yeah like you don't question it you just take it at space value and I was looking at the boys as well, and it's literally all, like, red and blue and orange. And that's fine. But, like, what about the guys who are interested in makeup? What about the guys who don't identify with the, like, burly, or I build things and I mm-hmm. destroy things? And so you can see it in small ways that, that things are changing. Um just a few more examples. So with Barbie, there's a lot of Ken dolls now. And I was like, okay, that's cool. There was a paleontologist Barbie yesterday. <clears throat> I was really excited about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what's been wrong with my <clears throat> voice. Earlier, I like yeah. cracked. I like was going through puberty all over again. It's okay, taking anyway, time. Back to this. Um, with Legos, you are seeing more girly and I'm doing quotes again Legos but it's like all Disney stuff which is fine I love Disney but if I was a girl like I would I still love Legos if I was a girl I am a girl I still love Legos (laughs) I like how I didn't even question it either I was just like she's like yeah um see I don't know that's some we can get into to that comment later um (laughs) Of why I said that, um, <laughs> but also there was if it was if there were females in the Lego set and it wasn't specifically geared towards girls, and it was more geared towards boys. the The men Lego figure was always in the front, like taking charge, and the woman was like scared. Like I remember seeing one for a dinosaur scene. And yeah. the man was, like, on a dinosaur, on oh, something, yeah, like, charging yeah. away. And she was like, yeah. oh, my God. It's always, no. the, it's always the damsel in distress exactly. like, scenario exactly. where I guess the girl needs to be saved by the heroic guy. And then I guess that's kind of scary when you think about it, the kind of, like, stories and images that they're putting in little kids. Because it's always, like, I guess the guy could even play it out, like, oh, I'm the macho man, I'm the hero, I'm going to I'm gonna save these girls. Yeah. When they don't even need saving in the first place. Like, <laughs> right. It's affecting so, yeah. both sides. Like, it's not yeah, just it a does. blue toy yeah. aisle. It's a yeah, blue toy yeah. aisle. Yeah, yeah so it's, that's the crazy thing about representation. It doesn't affect just, like, the minority. It affects the majority as well. Yeah. Once yeah. you, um, yeah. So you need to like change things. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. And so with um, 
with Goldie Blocks. So I know I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but Goldie Blocks is is changing that. And she's also disrupting like the fact that the damsel in distress as well. Yeah. So um, what is Goldie Blocks exactly? Because yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank you for getting yeah, no. back on track. So because <laughs> I was uh, like, wait, we... <laughs> we haven't explained. Before we talk about Goldie Blocks, I just want to say we're not affiliated in any way. I just think yeah. that this product is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not getting paid for any of this. We do this for free and for fun. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, nothing that we say goes against them and nothing they say goes against us. Okay, anyway, so I found out about Goldie Blocks through a Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and Goldie Blocks is the first engineering toy for girls. That's awesome. It is so cool and it's so cool because for many reasons so we're gonna so we'll get into that so I remember seeing this commercial for the Super Bowl a few years ago and it was it started out with like this um what is it called when you you know when you like like set dominoes and then like it hits a bowling ball and then it like goes oh down, right goes yeah on string, I, like one of those yeah series. yeah and then there was like a skate that hit something else that hit a cup and it was just like all this thing and then it was these like little girls who mm-hmm. had built it and done it and they're running throughout the whole thing watching it go and it was amazing and I remember seeing it and literally getting goosebumps and I watched it again and getting goosebumps again but I didn't say anything at the Super Bowl party or wherever, whoever I was with, because yeah. I knew that the world wasn't ready for that quite mm-hmm. yet. Or so I thought. Little did I know they were already, like, disrupting the whole pink foil. <laughs> so I just kind of kept to myself. But I was like, this is going to be amazing. And so what uh, – so Goldie Blocks is this award-winning children's multimedia company. Um, mm-hmm. And they're in stores globally, but they originally started in Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Um, and these toys are challenging the gender stereotypes um, in engineering. And so Goldie is the world's first engineering character who's a girl. And so what's so cool about this is that I identify with her and then her friend goes into um, another demographic. So she's blonde. And she has curly hair um, and she has green eyes. So when I see Goldie, I see me. I'm like, yes. Um, (laughs) But she's still white, you know, so that's still – it's not a problem. um, But there's still that problem of like – Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. But she's curious. She likes to build things. She asks questions. She's adventurous and she isn't afraid to get dirty. So we're challenging the damsel in distress. We're challenging yeah. that I have to be in a dress and I, you know, can't also play in the mud. We're challenging that I can't work with my hands. We're challenging mm-hmm. all those kinds of stereotypes. But what's even cooler is her addition is her best friend. Her name is Ruby Rails and she's a huge success. And she is an African-American girl and she loves to code. So she has similar qualities to Goldie, but she loves to code and she's the coding expert. Um, That's so awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So cool. And so these, what's really cool is that when Debbie was designing these toys, so like I said before, she she went to school to be a mechanical engineer, but before Mm -hmm. she even got to school, she didn't know what an engineer was. 
And from being an engineer myself, I honestly couldn't tell you what an engineer did even in my like third year of college. So we don't do a very good job at explaining that. <laughs> but she ended up graduating college and realizing there's no one like there's there was no one in my engineering classes that looked like me or mm -hmm. there were barely any females. And if there was another female, we were in competition with each other or we didn't really talk to each other. Yeah, because there wasn't like a camaraderie, you know, you're mm -hmm. kind of even if there's other girls in your engineering classes, you're still kind of like a lone wolf. So she wanted to create something that was going to disrupt that and that was going to disrupt it at a very early age. So she wanted these characters, characters, characters <laughs> to be relatable to young girls. And she wanted these, these young girls to see them and then identify with them and be like, mm -hmm. Hey, maybe if Goldie or if Ruby is curious and adventurous and isn't afraid of getting dirty, then maybe I can do that too. And mm -hmm. it's kind of giving themselves like permission. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I completely agree. Yeah, I think it ties in with what we discussed last episode as well, where it was like, even if they don't want to be an engineer or they don't want to be um, a computer scientist, mm -hmm. just encouraging them to think and encouraging them like, oh, I should question this or I could do this. It's, yes. I think that's like the essence of it. And that's the beauty of the product. That's why it's such a good, cool product, because it just encourages girls to think and explore and be adventurous. Right. And give them permission to say like, even cause like you said, there's a possibility that they don't want that. They yeah. don't want to be dirty. They don't want to be an engineer. They don't want to be a computer scientist. They don't want to be a scientist, but at least they have the option. Now. Yeah. At, at least they least can think there's something there that yeah. they can decide. Yeah. That's the, cause like we discussed before, a lot of times you don't even think that you could do it. Mm -hmm. So at least, in their minds, they know they have the option. The option's there even if they want it or they don't want it. And right. I think that's such a big step forward. Right. For like exactly. all girls. Yeah. Walmart should store like stock it. I don't know why no. they don't. <laughs> um yeah, it, it should be everywhere. And and they're doing amazing. Like that company has just soared in like two years. They have created a bunch of different things. And so so the toy is an engineering toy um, mm -hmm. where you like learn how to play with gears or with pulley systems. But they knew, or Debbie Sterling knew that in order to really get into the girl market as well, there needed to be a story. So she, with the toys, you also get a book. So there's a story of Goldie. Um, and so you like see her make these things and then you can go and build the toy. So you get that reading, that learning, that language development, as well as that playing, that tinkering, that hand-eye coordination development, that like, creative thinking development. You get all of that with these products. Mm -hmm. um, because, and, but they also aren't just a toy company. They're a multimedia company. So the toys come with stories. So that's part of the multimedia and part of the toy. Um, but they also have apps that teach young girls how to code um, that mm -hmm. are taught by Ruby Rails as their guide because she's their coding expert. Um, you, uh, they have a YouTube channel um, where Goldie like tries different things. She, I was watching them. She was, of course, playing with slime because that's still here. <laughs> um, 
And then there was one where she made an air conditioner out of a water cooler, but then made it look like a sea monster because that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so you, you just get all these different yeah, things. Yeah, that's, that's good as well because um, I feel like because she has a story to it, it seems more relatable. And because she's going on all these different adventures and the fact that it's accessible. So, so many kids are on YouTube now. So yeah. many kids have like iPads and tablets and they're downloading these apps. And people want to be YouTubers. Yeah, like, that's career. the thing. Yeah, so because um, she's like available everywhere, so she's not just a toy that kids can forget about. You can watch mm -hmm. her, you can play with her, you can learn how to code. I feel like it makes it that much better and it makes it that much more accessible as well. Mm -hmm. And even I feel like even um, boys could play with it as well because you could feel like, yeah, yeah. So what if a girl codes and like it it normalizes it as well so right. it normalizes the fact that yeah they can be engineers and they can code and they're going on all these um, missions and they're literally the heroine to their own story so they're like yes. the of their own story yeah so i feel like that's really cool and it is and it's so exciting there's a quote from a pop sugar entertainment video that i wanted to share yeah and it was talking about goldie blocks and or it was Debbie Sterling talking about Goldie Blocks through Pop Sugar, and she was just saying, if I can flip the script and show young girls and their parents that it's a completely normal to invent and code and solve problems, that it's a part of girlhood, then that's really exciting. And it is really exciting because it's, it's showing girls, it's showing boys, it's showing their parents that doing this stuff is just a part of being a girl. And it's just a part of being a kid, which is so important because kids are natural scientists. They're natural inventors. Yeah. They don't know. Like we were talking about earlier, they're trying to find their place in this world. They're asking questions. They're deciding, you know, oh, they're making small decisions and then, you know, theorizing about things. Even if they don't know it, even if you as a parent or as a teacher or as a mentor or as an older person, even if you don't see it, it's in their subconscious. Doing. Yeah, it's in their subconscious. So they're subconsciously doing it, mm -hmm. and it affects their whole entire life. Yeah, not to be over dramatic, but it does. It does. Yeah. So those, it's like a a tower. So it's literally now the beginning blocks. So if they're like sturdy, if they're fine, mm -hmm. the whole house would be okay. But if that foundation. <laughs> It's a bit cracky if they don't, if they're not sure like about themselves or they're not sure if they can do this. Yep. It'll just go on with them throughout their entire life. So that's yeah. why it's so important to hit home during those early years. Right. And, ex and expose them to everything. Show yeah. them that there's representation everywhere. Show them that it's okay to be curious. It's okay to invent no matter what you are no matter who you are, no matter what you want to be, because they're going to change their mind anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and, um, let them be kids. Mm -hmm. And um, like you mentioned before, Barbie's actually doing that um, with the whole representation campaign. So mm -hmm. Barbie um, actually has, um, especially because I feel like, um, well, it was actually reported that for the last couple of years, their stocks has been going pretty down yeah um, and that's because every barbie has been thin and blonde and tall 
So I feel like disproportionate. Yeah, disproportionate. <laughs> so it actually, I think there was a study where it was like Barbie can't be if Barbie was made into a human, she wouldn't be able to stand. Yeah. So it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous how Barbie's just been formed. But for the last couple of years, um, the stocks have been down, and I think um a big part of it, and Barbie realized this as well. A big part of it was, um, because a lot of people aren't getting represented and mm-hmm. um, even like white um females a lot of them don't look like that a lot of them aren't tall a lot of them aren't super skinny or like so it's just a very small percentage and i feel like because um as a community we've become so diverse and mm-hmm. so many people so it just i don't i think people aren't standing for it either so yeah, I feel like people Barbie, are sick of yeah. people are sick of it. Yeah, so I feel like Barbie was kind of forced to or pushed into just rethinking their whole branding image. And now, um, especially like for International Women's Day, which was a couple of weeks back, mm-hmm. uh, they actually um, they actually celebrated different kind of women. So you see a woman in a hijab, a scarf. You see I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. So you see. So you see all these famous women like Ashley Graham. So she's like plus size. So you see her. You see mm-hmm. all these different types of women. And yeah. All these Barbies are for sale. So again, it's just it's about body image as well. Where oh, it's about you, so many things. So yeah, many. So things. so many things. And, and body image is one of the things as well. So it again, it's 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 really sad if a girl only sees one type of body image or one type of like girl and mm-hmm. she automatically thinks that she's meant to look like that yeah and and that's why it's so important to get all these different skin tones all these different body images all these different just types of people with their stories mm-hmm. and I feel like at least Bobby's doing that now so it's starting to do that so it's starting to get that um the big players yeah are yeah coming into it yeah and I hope it's not too late because I don't want to see anyone's business, you know, crumble. But, like, at, at least someone's getting the message. And at least we're talking loud enough. We're being big enough. We're, you know, showing them that, like, this the shit isn't okay anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm here. I exist. I'm a human. Mm-hmm. And even, even the things that just represent, like, the white male or the white female, it's like, I don't look like that and I don't care to look like that. And yeah. what about all my friends who don't look like that? And it's mm-hmm. like, where are they? Because I want to see, you know, I want to see everyone there. And I think, and everyone needs a seat at the table and everyone can have a seat at the table. So it's, it's really getting those people in there and just having that representation, having, that exposure and I think that that's changing and that it's exciting to be a part of it it's exciting mm-hmm. to be talking about it yeah and, and getting it out there because it, now it's not sorry someone's <laughs> well, I didn't a... even hear anything oh you didn't there was no. like a really loud fire truck I hope you're okay oh. um not, like yeah just where is everyone like yeah let's, let's bring everyone together and so mm-hmm. I, I just think that it's really important 
um, we, what we both do to talk about this and, and we're getting out there and, and have a conversation. So if you want to have a conversation with us, hit us up. Yep, definitely. Uh, but always comment. free to hear your thoughts, mm-hmm. well, how your views are on this matter. And it's so important to just like have a dialogue just to see what you're thinking, not just to hear what we're thinking. Because this is our opinion. Yeah. And we could be wrong. Yep. We like, want to represent you. Mm-hmm. And if there's any like further discussions that you would like us to mention or you do want us to talk about, you do want us to address that we've completely forgotten about and we've completely <laughs> like, like Guys, you missed the mark. Yeah. What about this? <laughs> like So we're free to suggestions and we're free to like opinions. We love them. Yeah, we're we're open minded. We want to hear about you and uh, hear about you, hear about what you have to say. And if, you know, we missed anything about you, because we're just two girls who are in STEM and look this way. So we can only speak from our experiences. So, yeah. So don't forget, get curious. Mm -hmm. Let your kids be kids. Yeah. Show them representation and find Mm -hmm. that representation for yourself. Yep. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye.